Welcome back to season two of the Ivy League Prep Academy podcast, equipping you to successfully pursue the college of your dreams. We believe everyone deserves to reach their full potential and the admissions process shouldn't hold you back. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Ivy League Prep Academy podcast. I'm really excited today because I have a ex-classmate from Harvard on the call today, but so much, so much more. We have Miriam Benkeron, who is not just a personal friend of mine. She's someone that I met at Harvard. We took a class together, one of my favorite classes, actually. It was a design class. And Miriam is quadrilingual, but also she plays a very active role in the Ivy League Challenge. So she travels with us to camps. She is a fantastic counselor at our Ivy League elite camps, and she plays a big role in the online course in the Ivy League Challenge. So I'm really excited for all of my listeners to get to meet her and just kind of hear her voice. Miriam, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Steve. I'm very, very happy to be here and to be involved in the Ivy League Challenge. Oh, it's so fun, isn't it? So Miriam, uh, before, so here's the deal. It's kind of, it's kind of tricky to do a podcast episode with you to interview you as it is because you and I chat all the time. We're talking constantly about how we can help our students, uh, you know, how we can get through to them in, in new and more profound ways. And so we chat all the time, but I happen to know that you, maybe I'm putting you on the spot here, <laughs> but I know that you have a favorite quote. And that favorite quote is also kind of like a philosophy that you like to live by. Uh, do you have that quote kind of top of mind? Can you just quote it for us now? Yes, I always talk about that. And actually, it's on the backdrop of my iPhone. People do not decide their futures. They decide their habits and their habits decide their future. Ah, so good, right? And that's a philosophy or a, a quote that has kind of led a lot of the decisions that you make. Uh, why is this quote so meaningful to you? I realized that our lives are fleeting and it's up to us to take control of our lives and to build those daily habits to fulfill our vision of our best selves, to live out our values. On a small scale, those habits and routines may seem trivial, but in the long term, they compound into a positive impact. Yeah. So I just remember, you know, we actually did a podcast. I think you've probably heard it uh, a, over a year ago with one of the other members that joins us on the Ivy League Elite Camps. And Nathaniel and I talked about the book by James Clear, The uh, Atomic Habits. And mm-hmm. one of the introductory stories in that book was this description of a stone cutter. And the stone cutter hits the stone a hundred times and nothing happens to the stone. It stays exactly as it is, or so it appears. And then on the 101st time, they strike the stone and it breaks in half. And it's not the 101st time that did it. It's all 101 times of hitting the stone, but we didn't see any progress until suddenly it all happened at once. Yeah, exactly, Steve. Sometimes in life, it's so easy to fall under the trap of procrastination, those short-term gratifications, but it really takes dedication to repeat again and again those good habits until they form an integral part of our lives. So it really takes that perseverance, that dedication to get to where we want to be. Yeah. Well, and certainly, you know, when you're forming a new habit, that's 
extra challenging. But once the new habit is formed, and that's a part of your identity, that's almost enjoyable, right? You, 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 you reap the benefits of having developed a healthy habit, and life is even easier as opposed to harder. But you have to go through that, that kind of valley of, of disappointment and the desperation and the frustration in order to get to the other side where those habits are really facilitating your growth and your success. And it, and it feels wonderful. Exactly. Exactly. And I can actually recommend a few books about habits that I've read. Um, um, I would say the atomic habits is one. There's also the power of habits by Charles. Mm-hmm. There's also mm-hmm. indistractable by near EL. And these books, they talk about certain things that we can do to help us to build good habits. And I'd like to share that with uh, our audience today. So first, um, something that I do is before the next day, I plan my day in advance. So preferably at night, I take my journal, I write what I plan to do the next day. And I've um, seen that that works so much better than a to-do list because Mm. sometimes those to-do lists and we write things and we do the easiest things on the list and we trick ourselves to feeling accomplished. It's also very important to be conscious of internal and external triggers that lead to distraction. So we have to learn to identify and deconstruct those. So for example, one of my external triggers is getting a notification on my iPhone when I work on things. So what I do is just, I completely put that phone away while I'm working on something so that I know that I can concentrate and not get distracted by that external trigger. Beautiful. What's really important with habits is consistency over intensity. So it's like the workouts that I have. I used to say before that I will wait until this one day to really work out intensely and I will get the results that I need. But in reality, it is the best, the best result they come when you work out every day, even just for a little bit, but every single day. Yeah, yeah. The consistency is key, right? Absolutely mm-hmm. key. And so those are kind of the, uh, that's the mindset and the mm-hmm. tenacity, the grit that, that kind of led you to some pretty amazing places. Uh, let's talk about Harvard for just a second. It's fun to have an old classmate and someone that I, uh, I know on the podcast. What's your favorite thing uh, about studying at Harvard? What's your favorite part? Um, I absolutely enjoyed my experience at Harvard. I really, really liked the diversity. Mm-hmm. Before COVID hit, I really enjoyed like walking around Harvard Square, taking classes on campus and meeting people from so many different walks of life. And and actually, I learned so much from my classmates, as much from my classmates as from the class itself. Mm. And you've experienced that as well, right? Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Some of those conversations were were completely life-changing. Yeah, just random, sat by someone at lunch or, uh, yeah, just amazing who you run into. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, what I really like at Harvard is the mindsets that they instill in you, like learning about things from different angles. And one of the classes where we were together in our master's program, um, I really liked that method of exploration before explanation and then reflection. That's how it should be because it really pushes you to critically think rather than just memorizing and then regurgitating that information. Because at the end of the day, it's not just about getting that diploma and um, it's also about like 
taking that information that you learned and applying it to your business and your daily life. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. And then I just, I just have to do this. We've, uh, you've joined us for the Ivy League Challenge. What's a highlight of the Ivy League Challenge? Well, I joined the Ivy League Challenge because I really resonated with its mission. That you, if you want to have impact, you can start any day. You don't have to wait until you finish college. You can start now. So I really resonated with um, the mission, with the Ivy League Challenge. And uh, I want to be I wanted to be part of this. I wanted to um, empower others. I wanted to show that um, it is important to not just prepare for tomorrow, but to appreciate the present moments, to live out our values, to know what your values are. And sometimes you might fail, but that's okay. As long as you learn from it, you pick back up and you continue because success is not just a one-time thing. It's a series of failures, learnings, and you'll, you learn to pivot. And eventually, you make it work as long as you persevere. Oh, I almost don't need to ask this, but maybe there's something you want to add to it. So what, what advice would you give to, say, a 14 or 15-year-old girl who's listening to the podcast today, wants to follow in your footsteps, and and study at a place like Harvard? Um, well, actually, I have a little sister who is 13 year old. So if I was to give her an advice, I would just say to get involved in things that interest you and that you enjoy doing, to take initiatives, try different things, volunteer. You never know who you're going to meet, what you're going to learn. And one thing that I learned is that you can identify the things that you enjoy by doing the activities that give you energy. And the ones that you that you don't um, enjoy is the ones that take energy from you. Mm. Necessarily mean that everything, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, this doesn't yeah right? Because uh, some things feed you. You, you go to, to meet with a, a certain friend or a certain acquaintance, a certain teacher. And every time you meet with that person, you leave feeling energized. And other people drain you. Well, if that's true about people, is it also true about activities? And if it's true about activities, is it also true about thoughts? And is it true about decisions that you make and choices? Are, are you capable of generating energy and generating joy in life and, and all of that? So you're saying identify mm -hmm. those activities that really feed you life and feed you uh, joy or feed you energy. And identify those activities that drain you and start to be smart about it, right? Start to be more strategic with how you spend your time and your energy. Exactly. Just about knowing yourself truly deep down. And this doesn't necessarily mean that everything that um, you enjoy will be easy, smooth sailing. Um, it will just mean that you just know that you enjoy doing that and that you have to take the steps to continue doing that. Don't be scared if you're not in a place where you want to be right now. What is great about life is that change is the only constant. So you always have the time to be whoever you want to be. And I think this program is um, a great opportunity for anyone who wants to aspire to do great things in life. I love your heart. I love your wisdom. Thank you so much for sharing yourself and, and sharing that wisdom with our listeners today. You are a gift and a treasure, and I, I really, really appreciate you. So thank you so much. Thank you, Steve. It's great being here. 
music for this episode came from We Are Here by Declare P. I'm Steve Gardner. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with a friend. Thanks for listening.